Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. This is Family Life Hometowns, a chance to get to know the stories behind the cities, towns, villages, and birds that make up the Family Life listening area. We take a look at their history and learn what makes them special. Today, we spotlight Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Say Johnstown, and most people automatically attach the word flood to it, and there's no escaping that aspect of Johnstown's love-hate relationship with water. The first permanent settlement came in the late 1790s by Swiss-German immigrant Josef Jans, for whom Johnstown is named. Richard Burkert, president of the Johnstown Area Heritage Association, picks up the story from there. Town didn't really develop until the Pennsylvania Canal and Allegheny Portage were built. Uh, the canal reached Johnstown in 1830 from the west. After that, the town in 1830 was like 200 people, but by 10 years later, there were thousands. You know, by 1850, there were about 5,000 people here. So it just really grew quickly once we were established along that statewide route. Johnstown then began to quite literally forge its mark in iron making and finishing. The Cambria Iron Company being the first major U.S. outfit to roll out miles of rail for America's growing railroad system, making them for a time the largest steelmaker in the United States, as well as barbed wire for Western livestock fences. Growing railroads eventually dry docked slower canal traffic, and then in late May 1889 came the first of Johnstown's three infamous floods, as heavy rains eventually caused a dam 14 miles northeast of the city to give way, unleashing a torrent of 20 million tons of reservoir water on the city. In just 10 minutes, that wall of water, as well as a massive fire, claimed over 2,000 lives and virtually wiped out everything, except the stone Pennsylvania Railroad Bridge over the Connemaw River, which still stands today. Richard Burkert says it all comes down to Johnstown's unique geography. Johnstown is a particularly flood-prone. The eastern United States watershed is the Allegheny Mountains, east of Johnstown. If rain falls on the east side, it goes into Chesapeake Bay. On the west side, it goes through Johnstown in this area, and then on to the Allegheny and then Ohio River through the watershed. So you have steep mountainous terrain, kind of prone to flash floods. And we've had a lot of small floods and then big floods. Two positives to emerge from that tragedy were the prominence of Clara Barton and the American Red Cross and reform of American liability laws after powerful steel companies managed to avoid responsibility for mismanagement of that failed South Fork Dam. Today, many are more familiar with the more recent big floods in Johnstown history, the 1936 St. Patrick's Day flood, a combination of snowmelt and a days-long deluge with rainfall totals as high as 30 inches. 25 people died and damage was again extensive. That flood prompted years of subsequent federal flood control efforts. Some officials concluded Johnstown, which had the unofficial and unwanted title of Flood City, was now in fact the flood-free city. That boast, however, rang hollow in the city's third great flood in 1977, an event the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers called a one-in-500-years flood. Eighty-four lives were lost. Property damage pegged at well over $300 million. 
Yet, despite a flood-ravaged history, the end of its steelmaking prominence and other setbacks, Johnstown has always risen back up, a fact Burkert chalks up to its hearty roots. Mining coal, making steel you got to be tough to do the, the, that kind of work. And these are a lot of immigrants coming here trying to get a foothold in life. These people were determined to build a better life. And if it meant working 12 hours a day in dangerous conditions, they did it. He says modern-day Johnstown is a successful blend of old and new. There's still some steelmaking, including one of the largest wire plants in America. But health care, education, and defense contracting dominate the economy now. And still, there's plenty of acknowledgement of Johnstown's past, including a flood museum and a heritage center that tells the story of immigrants and the steel they made to forge Johnstown history. Burkert says it all adds up to a winning combination. What's great about Johnstown is it's a likable place to live. It's stable neighborhoods for the most part. It's a really scenic area. Uh, there are all sorts of, you know, um, the rivers are now used for recreation. There's trails being built continuously here. There's a lot of outdoor recreation. There's a lot of history here. It's kind of a neat place. You've been listening to Family Life Hometowns, a look at the cities, towns, villages, and burgs that make up the Family Life listening area. Please join us again next time for another edition of Family Life Hometowns.